0: Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good, from scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored, where we connect every Friday so that we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. And what we are doing this week is so all about his faithfulness because I decided at the last minute to bring on uh, Carol Tetzloff, also known as Yellow Girl. She is not only a Redemption Press author, but she is a team member at Redemption Press. She writes for him. She's our content creator, conference director, and she is the creator of our brand new resource. It's a word of the year tool. That It's a PDF that you're going to be able to download and actually walk through the process of determining your word of the year for 2022 and then sticking with it throughout the year. That's the part that excites me so much. So Carol is the author of Ezra, Unleashing the Power of Praise. Uh, incredible Bible study. It was actually awarded Bible Study of the Year uh, with the Golden Scrolls this last summer. And so she is a wealth of just spiritual depth. And that's what I love about her. So you are going to enjoy our conversation this week on the Redeemed and Restored broadcast all right well this is our very last redeemed and restored broadcast for the year 2021 so i decided uh kind of at the last minute to switch it up for this recording and bring my good friend and teammate from redemption press carol aka yellow girl on to the show today to just address a topic that is so important as we move into 2022. So first of all, Carol, welcome to the Redeemed and Restored
1: broadcast. Thank you, Athena, for asking me. It's always a pleasure to um, have a conversation with you. I'm looking forward to this one.
0: Yes. Well, I've for a long time had uh, people... Talk about their word of the year and what their word of the year was, and I think I've maybe had a word of the year a couple of times, um, but I've always struggled with number one, really knowing how to choose that word of the year, and also I'm I've been a, a super failure at keeping it in front of me. It's kind of like, woohoo, out of the gate. And then I get busy with other things and I don't remember it anymore. So Carol's going to share her experiences with it and some of the things that we're doing to encourage our community at She Writes for Him and Redemption Press on how to choose with the Lord, how to choose that word of the year and uh, be able to really everything out of it that God would want you to. So with that, Carol, why choose a word of the year and what significance does it really play in our lives?
1: Well, I think choosing a word of the year, it it gives a little bit of a fresh start to you know, having a new year happen. And so often we see new years with new year's resolutions, but oftentimes when we make resolutions, at least for me, within the first couple of weeks, they are just blown. And, um, I feel like such a failure, but with the word of the year, it's something that just gives us something to look at throughout our year and see how God is using it in our life and kind of the significance it has, um, it's, it's funny because people get really nervous when they try to choose their word of the year because they think, well, what if I choose the wrong one? Or um, what if this word doesn't work out? And I actually saw someone today post that they chose a word of the year and then they changed it mid-year. So it's not like it has to be done by January 1st. It can be done anytime, um, but it just does give a good start for a new year. And so and it gives you a focus for the, the full year. It's, it's not something that... Um, Has some magical power within it, and typically, when you choose a word, it's not even going to really mean what you think it means, and um, so it's just picking something to keep a focus in front of you for the year.
0: Well, and what I love about it is, you know, New Year's resolutions are all about doing, and you know, kind of like self effort, like I'm going to do this in the new year, and and uh, and we always fail, but Mm -hmm. this is more being, like, okay. Uh, I'm going to seek God on on what word He would have me focus on, so that I am just in step with the Spirit. Which is just it's just a whole different approach, I think, to starting our new year and and certainly way more uh, spirit led than resolutions and all those kinds of things. So, tell us a little bit about uh, your 2021 word. And how that started, you know, or how you thought it was going to be and how it actually ended up.
1: Right. So it actually, this the story of my 2021 word goes back to 2020 because I had chosen the word dwell. And I'm really sorry about that because we ended up dwelling at home most of 20. And so I was telling God as I was going into 2021, like, I want a good word this year. I want a word like adventure, travel, something to um, just get me out of the house. And he kept bringing to me the word surrender. And I was like, I don't want the word surrender. Like, that sounds really hard. And it sounds like I have to give up stuff. And I'm not really ready for that. And um, nor do I feel like I have to give up anything. But throughout the year, I did end up choosing the word surrender. And throughout the year, God used it this past year in my life in such an amazing way because he allowed me to surrender things that I thought I would never let go of and walk into the, um, the doors that he had opened for me that brought me into the calling that he has on my life in such a great way that I would never have experienced if I wouldn't surrendered what I was holding on to. Um, and with that surrender, God has opened the doors to a great adventure. I've traveled more this past year than I have in almost my entire life. And so God did get me out of the house, but first I had to really surrender to him. So.
0: Well, I love that you know sometimes i would think we go into this hoping for like a really victorious word or something that's just really fun like you said adventure travel whatever and it's it's kind of just how god is he takes those things like words like surrender that don't always have a positive connotation but the fruit that surrender produces is so amazing. You mentioned in uh, the document that you created that we're going to talk about today, uh, the word of the year, a PDF that you wrote that takes people step by step in how to really consider and prayerfully choose that word of the year. And you actually talk in there about some of the things that you actually surrendered so share a little bit of that with us
1: all right well i i surrendered a job that i loved um i was on staff at the church that i've grown up in for 22 years and it was something that i had actually in years past asked god to release me from and yet he never really gave me that permission to leave and so i just kept pressing in and um and then all of a sudden this year things started you know, shape, taking a different shape. And Athena and I had had a conversation at the end of 2020 about the potential of me coming to be on her team at Redemption Press. And God just began to expand that opportunity to such a greater way that I had to make a choice. And I had to make a choice of to stay in where I was super comfortable or to give, give that up, and to walk into something where I am learning every single day. And even though it's been a ton of fun, it's been um, a surrender of even my own abilities. Because I have at times been completely lost. Um, but but it's been a good surrender. He's, you know, I've had so many tears this year that I've surrendered to him. And he's given me laughter within them. I've had toxic relationships um even within the church that I served in, and God has released me from those and given me so many glorious friendships throughout this last year. So I think when we really do surrender as I was asked to do, it wasn't about giving up things. It was more about giving in to what God had planned within. Mm, that say that again. Um it wasn't about giving up. It was about giving in to God's plan. Ooh, that's good. That is so good. And, you know,
0: yeah, we, we think surrender is a bad word and that it's going to take things away from us and that it's a negative. And in reality, it has just created freedom. And you, I mean, I've watched you blossom over the last year and it's like, how cool is that when, he, we kind of, okay, God, if this is really, you know, we, we, we obey, only sometimes we kind of drag our feet in the obedience and, and try and wrap our heads around, okay, I really don't want to do this, but I'm willing. And then how he meets us in that place and just does amazing things. Yeah,
1: and I love what you said about surrender is truly freedom. We think it's more of the captivity of like giving up, waving the the white flag, and being captured. But really, it is complete freedom and just trusting in Him and what He has. And His plan is always so much better than ours. And so when we surrender to it, um, He has such blessing in it for us. Nice. Okay, so we're gonna take the next five
0: to seven minutes and just walk through like what steps are you uh, in this PDF that we're offering? We're gonna put it in the show notes so that people can, that watch the show, can go ahead and click on the link and download the PDF and fill it out uh, and go through the steps. Just give us a little bit of what that looks like.
1: All right, well, this is actually gonna be fun because I'm gonna ask Athena questions now and have her kind of go through this process in just a small way. Um, that you would actually get within the document but you know really the first thing you need to consider when you um, choose your word is to really be in communication with God and for many of us that's an easy thing to do because it's a natural part of our day we just it's the rhythm of our life to be in communication with him and so for those of you who have that rhythm God is going to be able to sh- like reveal to you in such a way that he can't do when, when we really are in tune with him. And so whether you have you know wandered away from God or you are completely in step with him, starting this process with prayer is so important because we really do need to ask him to guide our thoughts and even our answers as we go through this document. Um, to really reveal to us it's a document no one else needs to ever see. And so we need to be honest with ourselves so that we can go in the direction that he's calling. So Athena, I have a couple questions for you to kind of help us engage in this conversation of finding our word of the year. And so really one of the best things is to look back over the last year and see what God is doing. So when you look back over 2021, what words... Um, or even events come to mind that really stood out and really marked your life in 2021?
0: I think um, a lot of what um, that entailed was the concept of looking back in order to move forward, Um, because God just revealed some areas that, I, you know, I just kind of forgotten that were 3 and 4 years ago that i was so busy doing other things and kind of being the firefighter that you have to be when you own a business and putting fires out that you don't always deal with issues that come up as well as you want to and so god just showed me that there's there were some things that i needed to go back and and really dig up and see what I needed to do to make them right with, with other people, relationships with other people and um, just areas that didn't go like they should have gone or like we hoped that they would go and really making sure that um, relationships were uh, restored if they were um, still broken. And I didn't even realize it. So that was a, that was a huge piece of this year. And um, just again, realizing how faithful he is to put a spotlight on the things that need to be fixed. And, you know, often as Christians, we kind of like, we don't need to look at the past. We just move forward. And that's not always as healthy as it needs to be when there's brokenness in the past. So it was really good to, to have that uh, focus
1: this year. That is good. So kind of your, um, the words that I would pull from that are reflecting and observing. Um, Obviously you said faithfulness. So those are all good words to really pull from 2021 to see what God was doing within um, your own story. And so I guess my next question would be in what God has taught you then in 2021 or shown you or allowed you to do, how does that push you towards 2022 and give you some vision for what you see in the next year
0: well i think it it helps me to um want to want some completion in those areas and because you know as i'm uh looking back and processing and and reestablishing or uh, repairing some broken relationships uh just realizing that there's still more healing to do and that there's still more God wants to do in my heart to um, make me more like his son and continue to sanctify and continue. And I just being a kind of type a get things done. I'm not really always that reflective. I'm not really always that methodical and really, you know, contemplating what just happened in that situation and how could I have done better? And so just, yeah, just the hunger in my heart to um, be more of a planner as opposed to a panster. I fly by the seat of my pants instead of planning. And this kind of all goes together with that of uh, those areas of weakness in, in my life how God wants to strengthen them and um, just make me more intentional.
1: Yeah, that is um, really good to look sometimes at the things that we do need God to really come through on within us and show up in those weaknesses. But I also know you, Athena, as a woman of great strength And so sometimes we we focus so much on the weaknesses that we forget that God has something already within us that he's already doing. And so as you look towards the what needs to be strengthened within your life um, and just these areas, I just encourage you to, to turn also and remind yourself like uh, the abilities that you have because you are such an incredible and gifted leader and a visionary and so I know within those God is giving you great vision to push towards the future and um, I can't wait to see what he does with it. Me too. So and 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 let
0: me just say that because I have not been good in the past about if I had a word really continuing to keep it in front of me all through the year, you have included in this PDF some great, great steps to help us do that. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the hardest part. So once you choose the word of the year, what do you do with it? And as I was um, sitting here this morning, even getting ready for this conversation, I was looking around my desk area. And I actually have just in my little cube area here at my desk, my words of the year from past years. And I can look around and I can see the word brave and I can see the word shine and the word focus and the word delight and the word dwell. Like all these words I've chosen are right in front of me. The word surrender, I actually took Scrabble tiles from last year and stuck them at the top of my desk on a little shelf. And so they are there. And sometimes when the cleaning lady comes, they get knocked over and I have to re them back up but um but it's there every single day to remind me as i'm working like my my focus is surrender this year Um, But there's lots of other ways you can um, every year I create a hashtag and I do a post a day on Instagram and Facebook. And so that post always has my hashtag on it. So even if I wasn't thinking of my word that day, when I do my post, hashtag 2021 surrender was always put in the front of of my thoughts as as a reminder. Um, And another way is find other people that are doing it and hold each other accountable. Because that is the best way for us to, you know, within relationship to really grow in our word Um, and then using it as part of your daily devotional time with God and looking up words that have or looking at verses that have that word in it and using that as kind of the launching point each morning for your quiet time.
0: So I love that. So actually, as part of your quiet time, finding a different scripture each day that includes that word. Between that and the hashtag and the things around the place that you work and that you're most often in front of, Mm I love that. That is such an intentional way to just make sure
1: we stay focused. So we have to remember when we're choosing our word of the year that God is already there. He's already gone through 2022. He knows what we're go- what's going to happen. He's already in 2023, 2024. Like he knows. And so as we choose this word, it is not necessarily going to change our future, but it is going to change our focus and it will help us. It's probably going to end up not even meaning what we thought it was going to mean. Um, I remember one year I chose the word known. And when I chose that word, I thought, okay, I really want to know God. And so that was my focus. But I read a blog I wrote just a few years ago, um, just the other day. And it said in it that I realized it wasn't about me knowing God. It was about me recognizing that I was known by him. And so it changed that my whole perspective on why I chose the word of the year. And I think that will happen to each of us as we do that.
0: Mm, I love that. So now you picked already, you have your word for 2022. So share that with us. So we kind of get a glimpse as to what God's having you focus on
1: for 2022. Okay. well, about a month ago, I actually I was reading a devotional and the word gaze was part of a sentence that the gal had written in the devotional. And it said, um, I want to elevate my gaze above my stress today. So I have a feeling that I was probably in a very like overwhelmed circumstance, which is the majority of my life. And it was just a reminder of like, I need to take my focus off of my stress and off of the things that I'm facing and lift my eyes and gaze upon him because he is the only one who is worthy of it. And he's the only one that can give me strength to push through it. And so as I set my gaze on him, the way that I view life completely is altered. Yes. Um, and I was reading actually in a devotional or a book that I'm reading. Um, and it was talking about the presence of God. And it said it talked about opening our eyes up to truly see who he is. So even in the, the midst of the, the next few weeks, God is really shaping um, this word within, you know, my perspective of what I think it is. And there is a verse that I read this morning that says from Psalms 27, 8, and it says, you have said, seek my face. So gaze upon my face and my heart says to you, your face I will gaze upon. And so that that just God's going to bring it everywhere you look. Once you pick a word, it's going to come to you and you're going to notice it. And it's going to become more real to you as you move through your year. Mm, I
0: love that. All right. Well, we are going to wrap up this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. Thank you, Carol, for being with us today. So we just want to remind you to go ahead and download the PDF. The link is in the show notes. And um, even if you see this after the 1st of January, go ahead and do it anyway because it will bless you. And we are excited to just to hear back from those of you that take this challenge of doing their word of the year and going through the entire process of asking God to help reveal what that word is and where he wants us to focus so we just pray a blessing over you as you move into 2022 with your word of the year so thanks for joining us today on the redeemed and restored podcast brought to you by athena dean holtz and the romans 828 bookstore a division of redemption press I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who can use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.